All right, bro. You you ready to podcast? I am ready to do a podcast. Regular degular shit here. This is the number one mixtape program on the internet. Niggas pod day. God damn, that nigga is ready. I'm in this bitch. Never will I wish you a Halle Berry. I'm in this bitch. If he's jumping in my vagina, he doesn't care what my shoes look like. I'm in this bitch. Negro, quit playing and come and get yourself dipped in this butter. calling this season two nah, or uh the, the year 2021 nigga i don't believe in none of them motherfucking uh new year new me's anyway but we excited about something nigga i mean it's the same motherfucking show so <laughs> <laughs> i mean we didn't make any improvements but we here again yeah it's still us like fuck it let's go welcome to the dipped in butter program happy friday good morning good evening good whenever you listen to podcasts good new fucking year i'm talking like i believe in because the calendar changes that shit's going to change for you it is not you the same nigga you was last week when you listened to the show but hey we here for you across from me is my guy your guy forever young 89 on instagram the motherfucking goddamn glue Elmer motherfucking Young West, what's going on, my guy? Hey, you know, uh, he is I, I am him. Uh, same, same niggas here to do the same podcast we've been giving y'all since the beginning of this motherfucker. Um, but the price is going up double entendre. You figure that shit out. Across from me is my guy, Cat, a K with two T's on the end of that thing. Catch him at catandcrunch.com. We could dip to the cereal shit, or he might have abandoned that shit because it's the new year. Um, or you can catch him at um, everywhere backslash dipped and butter program because that's our shit. Like you find somebody with that, you let us know. We coming different in twenty twenty one, right? Because we um, or or more season desist. That's right. Or more and most importantly, here every Friday on the dipped and butter program, wherever you find podcasts, because that's where this is at. Because that's what we did to to get it to y'all. So my nigga and yours is popping. Yo, hey, and and as a special motherfucking top of the calendar treat today. Top of the we got friend of the show, family of the show, my nigga, y'all's nigga, Wes's nigga, Vito. What's happening, baby? What up, though? Glad to be here. We got a lot of shit to talk about, man. It's not because it's the new year. It's just because regular shit be happening. I don't even know where to start. Where do you want to start with? I don't know. Vito sound like he got lessons in his voice. Like, <laughs> happy to be here. Like, yeah, he about to tell y'all something. I don't know what it is yet, but it's on the fucking horizon. Right, right. Fuck it. You know what? Let, let's start with the change. And Vito ain't even heard this shit. 
in, in post-production or none. But let's start with the change. Uh, new Year, New Us. We got a <laughs> yeah. new theme song on you niggas. <laughs> we got dressed uh, we had, a Yeah, we had to enlist the help of our uh, music production department to get us a new fresh sound for y'all coming in 2021. And when uh, we say department, we mean one-man department. Well, we're not a one-man department. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Shout out to my... No, yeah, that's true. Shout that's out true. to my light skin affiliate, Donnie V, because she, she's in on that. Um, and, and again, price is going up. Double entendre, you figure it out. Um, the you price know. on the brick is going up. Goddamn right. You feel me? Um, you know, drop, drop my wife in there. Like, it's, it's it's really a family affair. Like It really is. I fuck it really is. wholeheartedly. And, and what happened for just to get y'all a little peek behind the curtain, like we always like to do, uh, you know, me and Wes was talking post pre-production one day and was like, you know what, we it's probably about time we hit them with a new intro, you know, just at the top of the year. I think we talked about it late November or something yeah. like that. And uh, and I was uh, as we were shooting the ideas back and forth, I was like, well, hey, uh, last year. I kind of picked, you know, one of my favorite beats and had my son remix it. Why don't you throw me some, Wes? And uh, I'll kick it to him and see what he comes up with. And uh, Wes, you know, gave it a few days to mull it over, and I he had threw to mull me it over because I had some ideas. I forgot they came yeah. back. I lost them again. I was like, God damn! So when it came to me, I just had to give it to you that day. Right. So, uh, so when you decided, right? Of course, when you decided on flavor in your ear, what was like? The deciding factor for you oh, okay. for the flavor in your ear intro. Um, I think I don't even know if it was something that randomly came on. I think credit, of course, as we always give here to uh Joe Button and the podcast guys over there. Um, I think one day on the podcast they just happened to mention Craig Mack. Mm, okay. And it and it instantly came to me. And I was like, flavor in your ear. That's it. I was like, it's so appropriate, and it still got like the kind of classic kind of you know hip hoppy same thing that 93 to infinity has i was like i feel like that'd be a good move um same vibe but i but i will say again i know you know i feel like we did this last time when this happened but boy did i what was that a surprise i didn't i didn't know jay was gonna do it like that fam like and let me also say it sounds exactly like what i thought it should sound like. did you did it okay so let me walk you through how this kind of went right all right go ahead yeah, yeah. So, so Vito, and this is news to you too, bro. Because yeah. at this point, like we we really kind of pieced the show together in post production. We're talking about this shit. Vito ain't heard it. Wes has yeah. heard it. But the way this kind of went was, I, I emailed my son the flavor of your ear beat, and I said, "Hey, we need you to flip this again. Make us a new intro. Do your thing." Hey, flip now, <laughs> fam. Of course, with my son being seventeen weeks. And weeks <laughs> and weeks went by. I remember, bro, we was well into December, and I asked him one day, because I don't really like to fuck with my nigga. I know he got school. He got important shit that's going on. Like, he's in video game development, so sometimes his him and his friends be working on a game. Right. And I don't want to bother him about my little fuck shit, right? Like, hey, you got something for your old dad's midlife crisis? <laughs> so... I just happened to be talking to him in uh, just in regular conversation one day. We was talking about music, and I was like, "Hey, fam, by the way, man, how's that? Uh, how that intro coming along, man? Is you know, is that hard or how's that going?" He was like, uh, "I don't want to be disrespectful, Dad, but I totally forgot all about oh, no. it." <laughs> I feel like this is deja vu. I feel like this. Man, swear, to God, swear to God, my son looked me right. dead eye, dead in my right. eyes. Hell yeah. Vito, dead, he looked me dead in my eyes like he wasn't even scared that I could whoop his ass or nothing, bro. Looked me dead in my eyes and was like, 
I forgot all about that, Dad. The Jaden looking his parents dead in the eye stories two weeks straight have been fired. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so big though, right? So we early enough in December to where I knew that I had to come through for not only the podcast, but for my nigga West. Like, I can't let West down. So yeah. I took that as an opportunity to say to my son, I said, listen, man. I know you've been doing a lot of Christmas shopping and spending your own money for your relatives. I said, listen, you don't got to buy me nothing, man. Just make sure the soundtrack is done for Christmas for Back me. Right. I said, we'll call that a gift. And we ain't even calling that a fake dad gift. Like, if you buy me a tie, I'll fake like I'm excited. <laughs> right. I will I really actually want, want this from you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm really like, excited. yeah, this is really what I want from you. I was like, bro, if you can have that done for Christmas, I'll open it on Christmas and it'll be lit. Facts. So he was like, not a problem. Now, when he said not a problem, I asked him to elaborate on that. So I said, what does not a problem mean? Because it's <laughs> like, already been weeks. Right, like, you haven't been, done shit. Like, could have been had this day. Like, what is not a problem means? Vito, this is, <laughs> Vito, this is the problem, though. I see what I can do. <laughs> right? But Vito, this is the problem, though. My son is real life of music, like real life kind of genius. So when he says not a problem, I literally have to ask him what that means. And he told me, he said, Dad, the, what you want for that, I can do that in 10 minutes. <laughs> and I thought he was just trying to talk shit to me. I was like, fam, now I've seen him make music before, and it literally does only take him maybe 20 minutes to make something that he works hard on. So I knew he wasn't all the way capping, but I was like, fam, it don't take, it's not going to be that fast. Right. And he was like, yeah, I just really need a few minutes. I just kind of forgot about it. So I left him alone again. No big deal. He told me today he was going to work on me. He came and got me. He said, Dad, I'm about to work on your beat real quick. Is there anything you want to let me know before I get started? I said, nah, do you just use the sample and make it kind of like that. I leave it some room to breathe. Make sure you let the sample breathe so niggas know what it is and all of that. And man, he came back after like 10 minutes, bro. After like 10 minutes and played it for me. But the issue was is that it was like really like fast pitched uh, like the, the song was like it was really up tempo is what I mean like it was super fast and up tempo and I had to take it kind of back to him like uh, can you slow this down a little bit you know what I'm saying like cause right now it's too the energy's too high yeah I told him I said the energy is too high right now because if we leave it like this then we gotta come in with high energy for every week of the show. And we're just not capable. We're just not capable of holding that promise. We gotta so, bring it down to our BPM, fam. We need our Yeah, yeah. So I kinda saw it like the glaze over his eyes go, like, you know, now you're sending me back to the lab again. Yeah, like, come on, nigga, man. This shit we can say you need you need it at 120 beats per minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, you kinda even gave me the look like nigga, I've heard your show. Y'all could really use the energy. <laughs> Y'all can probably use that fam like. Yeah, so I sent him back to the lab and he came back maybe like eight minutes later with what y'all have heard. You know what I'm saying? So he really bodied it again. Like I really gotta uh I gotta tip my hat to him. Like the nigga really know what he's doing, man. Nah, I, I I fuck with that because like and just to go back to kind of intertwining the story that you told, like you said, we talked about it some weeks ago. I came up with it after a few weeks, shot it to you. You know, you kind of told me the whole story as far as telling him to get it to you for Christmas. So when I, I don't even remember, it was, it had to be, this was literally just the other day. I thought about this. I was like, I wonder what's going on with the intro. I was like, right, right, I'm right, not going right. to ask because I trust Cat enough to know Cat, whatever's going on with it, Cat knows what's going on with it. And again, you know, to peel the curtain back full transparency on the podcast, 
I heard the intro before I was technically supposed to hear the intro. Like <laughs> That was an absolute accident. Yeah, Kat sent it to me, but he didn't let me know that he sent it to me. And I just happened to be like email watching for a different email. And I stumbled upon that in my email. So I had to call him once I stumbled upon it. Because again, like it sounds like exactly what I thought it should sound like mm. with the drops and the shit from the different shows. And they're like, that's what really make it special to me. Cause like, it's really different shit in there from different episodes. Like that kind of embodies the personality of the show. Um, so I definitely tip my hat to Jay as well. Um, pre- appreciate you bro ham for the, uh, second podcast, uh, vibes, uh, for season two, whatever the fuck we're going to call this bitch. Uh, oh, I'm in this bitch. Yeah. yeah, he did the first one too. That's a fact. and you know what that that kind of leads me into what I actually kind of wrote down here to talk about just real quick was okay. So when he was talking to me about the music, and I thought he was capping about like how quickly he can put music together and how actually good he is, it got me to thinking. Like my son is seventeen; he's a junior right now in high school. And I've you know I've talked about on the show here before about how at this point when he's struggling with school or he's starting to kind of like lose his focus. Really what we've been hammering home is like, fam, just finish high school. I know this ain't what you want to do. Just finish, bro. Like, you don't want to have to do no classes over. Don't waste your own time. Just get it done. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking as I'm listening to this nigga's music and I'm watching his focus on when it comes to music and what he wants to do. And I started asking myself, and I want to ask you, Wes, and you, Vito, too, because it's the perfect time to have Vito on. Because, Vito, you got older kids as well. Like, do you ever consider... Or when is the time to start considering telling your kid that school is low-key a waste of time and just go ahead and finish it? Like, is it a bad thing to tell your kid, like, bro, they're wait, they're wasting your time in there, so just get, knock it out? But you don't want to send the wrong message neither, right? No, I mean, my daughter, your son and my daughter are the same age, but I got a 22-year-old. Uh, he's a nut. But my 17-year-old, like I've been telling her probably since the seventh eighth grade, like school is bullshit, and just going there, it's easy. Do your work, get out the way. Don't get into no fights. Don't be arguing with them little peanut head ass bitches, and just go ahead graduate. You don't got to go to college, but you're gonna you're gonna do something constructive and earn money. I'm trying to get her in the family business, you know. But like that's why I've been on this since the seventh eighth grade. Like school is it's a trap. That's my opinion. It's a trap. You know, you go, you build up all this debt, and then somebody give you $18 an hour. And, <laughs> you know, as a grown person, anybody could go get $18 an hour. Like, and my analogy to her is this. If you graduate high school and go start working for AEP, work there for five years, you're going to be about in the same pay range as somebody who went to college and came over there to start working. You know, you'll be in the system five years. You have five years experience. That's what you're going to have in spades on them graduates. You're going to have experience. Somebody else, if you leave AEP, somebody else will pay you for that experience. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Definitely. Like, uh, I don't know if y'all had the same experience, but like, uh, and Vito, you've moved around from states state to state a couple of times. But Mm -hmm. I noticed one thing about moving from Ohio out here to New Mexico is, 
the experience that you get in Ohio, they look out, look at out here in the Southwest as like, you might as well have a, a degree or a bachelor's in some shit. Like anytime mm-hmm. I tell people I have warehouse experience or logistics experience or management experience, they look at me like I got a degree and I'm yeah. like, that, that kind of shit is just normal back home. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like you said, like that experience, it, 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 it definitely, it, it's worth its weight in gold for real. Yeah. And yeah, you'll have a degree, you know, you have a bachelor's, you know, and I, and what I, let me preface that with, I tell her, if you're not going for some specific college is bullshit. Like if you're going to be a doctor, lawyer, you know, some, a skilled career, you know, you want to be a brain surgeon, you should go to college. You know what I'm saying? But if you're somebody like, oh yeah, I want to get into business or I want to, you know, something that it don't really take a professor teaching you something that some dude who've been doing it for a few years can teach you. Like you don't need to go to college for this shit. You don't need to go to college for business and marketing or management. Why? You know, management is something you're really not good at until you do it. You can have three, you got all degrees in the world. And then you, somebody hire you as a manager, you can still be a horrible manager because you don't have, you don't got no life experience. You know what I'm saying? So like she wanted, she wanted to get into CSI. So I'm like, okay, college, go to college for that. You know what I'm saying? But if she wanted to, like, I went to school for business. That was the, one of the dumbest things I ever did. Because it just, it was just debt. I just built debt. You and know? I've always wondered this about, like, business school. Like, does it just, when you're business-minded already, does it just kind of reaffirm all the shit that That's you already knew and it just puts That's it in terms it for you? That's what business, you figure. It just gives you that marketing. All that shit is, yeah, it give you it give you the definition of these words. And I guarantee you, like, I was in the corporate world for three years. They did some of the dumbest people I ever ran into in my life outside of Facts. prison. Facts. They are not smart. It's so much nepotism. It's, it'll blow your mind. Like, people are not smart. I'm talking about CEOs of companies that's revenue in the 30 and 40 and $50 million a year. CEOs and COOs. A lot that of times, but that goes that go back to what you was just saying, Vito. As far as you know, motherfuckers, uh, you know, trying to trying to roll people into the family business because this little millionaire cat that I've been watching—that's the same thing his son was talking about, like almost verbatim of what you just said. Like, unless you want to go be something great, like get in the family business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, I think that's the, that's the advantage that a lot of those yeah. motherfuckers have for real, for real. And like, same thing with my, you know, 15, almost 16 year old here at the crib. Like, I fuck with her every day. Like, what did you learn? Just so I can hear her say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or the bullshit that she do come down and say, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm I've been out of school long yeah, enough now. I can tell you like, I ain't and never used going it on for generations. Yeah, I like, ain't never used it ever since I left. So you mm-hmm. know the same thing Peter was saying, like, you don't gotta go to college when you leave out of here, but like de- you should definitely finish high school because I you know, I've seen people, I've gone to school, people that didn't high, you know, didn't graduate high school and you know it was a little bit more difficult for them. Versus, mm-hmm. especially people that yeah, I see like the last quarter, but like that's society. If you don't got a GED, if you don't got a diploma, society just treats you like shit. But you're yeah, not. It's really just a care package to not yeah, get you're not, you're not, not. You're not. You're not educationally. You're not that much lower than people who graduated from high school. If you didn't, you know what I'm saying? Because after the tenth grade, you're really learning. You're hearing the same shit all over again. Everything from sixth through 10th, it's the same. In 11th and 12th, you're just hearing that same shit again. And then most 90% of students check out 12th grade anyway. Like, they just dare to graduate. 
Yeah, twelfth twelfth grade, especially the second like half of the year is only attendance. Yeah. Yeah, it's attendance. Like, oh shit, I got too many absences in English. You know. <laughs> and then when you look at when you look at the 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 requisites to graduate, you know what I'm saying? The stuff that you gotta have. You got four years of English. I think when I graduated, you only had to have three years of math. You know what I'm saying? Four years of English, three years of math, two years of science, and some electives. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's not like right. you're coming out that motherfucker a rocket scientist. <laughs> Bro, them, them electives are crazy to bitch too. Because I remember being in like 10th grade and being required to take Spanish, only to graduate and realize that Somalians had taken over Columbus and I learned right. the wrong language. Right. The wrong fucking yeah. language. <laughs> I can't learn, even use this to learn shit. some Eastern African language. Yeah, yeah. Man, me learning what pencil is in Espanol didn't help yeah. me one bit, bro. I, I see wow. you only needed two classes, G. I took more electives than like the classes that I needed to take just because they offered them. Like, fuck it, I'll learn something extra. Since I gotta be in this bitch all day, like... Might as well take something extra. Might as well take something extra, because it ain't gonna matter. I can fail these motherfuckers as long as I pass these two classes. It don't, I don't care. Yeah, second, second semester of 12th grade, I just really played basketball all the time. Like, that's what I did. <laughs> I did. Same, same. I was in lunch like three hours in a row. Facts. And and then I would leave. Like, I'd leave fifth hour and come back for eighth hour basketball because I was on the team and I had to go to eighth hour basketball. And, like, that was it. Like, I was on bullshit. Everybody was coasting. Motherfuckers was going to Applebee's and shit third hour. (laughs) So, yeah, definitely to... to I'm going to have to have that sit down with my son and maybe not tell him to drop out out of school. Like maybe don't tell him to quit, but just make him fully aware. Like, bro, just go ahead and get this like life care package. And yeah, be you, done you, need that, you need that diploma. Right you need that diploma. It's better than the GD, you know, and the GD is better than nothing. You know, you have to have From it. There, it's really up to you. Yeah. That's a prerequisite for basic trying to be successful is a high school diploma. Not that you absolutely need it, but the if you don't have a diploma or a GED, the more money you're going to have, have to have. You know what I'm saying? On your own. Your family going to have to have some money or you're going to just be selling the shit out of some dope. <laughs> That's a fact because the <laughs> family don't have no money here. Not in this yeah. example. To get started to whatever you want to do, you're going to need something. You're going to need some money. It's not, it's not many things you can be successful at that you can start with zero dollars. So, so while we on that, let, let's get into the, the family uh, business per se, <laughs> which is one of the biggest reasons why I needed you here today, uh, Vito. Now, we, we know of one of the family businesses already, but <laughs> you got the new family business starting up here soon with the uh, clothes, yeah. clothing design. Can, can you talk to us about that a little bit? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's two businesses. So I'm doing custom T-shirts and all that, you know. But the main thing I'm really doing, which is I consider the main business, is the printing service, where I can print anything you need, shirts, decals, uh, mugs, whatever, anything you want some shit on, I can put it on there. Um, and that service is really what I'm pushing. The, the, the T-shirts and stuff, that's cool and great. And that's what I got my kids kind of getting into, coming up with designs and, you know, we press them because I want to be fully vertically integrated. I want to, from, from, from getting my shirts or getting whatever substrate or blank all the way through down, all the way up, up, up the pipeline. I don't really want to send nothing off for nobody. I want to do my own labels, you know, 
everything, you know, so I'm, I'm collecting all of the equipment and all of the know-how I need to get that going. But right now it's the t-shirts, green light ink, custom t-shirts design, the website launch tomorrow, the day after tomorrow on the first. And on the first January 1st, January the 1st, we taking brands, anybody who got, who, who already has a brand, anybody who want to start a brand, you can put them on the website. I'm not charging nobody, nothing on the back end. Um, I'm not charging you shit to be on the website. Just, you know, post your shit and tag us. You know what I'm saying? Tag Greenlight Inc. Uh, if you need fulfillment, you'll get it cheaper if you're on the website. Because for me, the website, the traffic is really what I what I covered the most. I ain't, I don't want to charge. I don't want to upcharge your shit $3. I don't want to make nothing off of your stuff outside of the service if I'm fulfilling. You see what I'm saying? I don't, I, I don't need to make money off you. I can make my own money. But I so, think it's a good look. So these are definitely the services we need to be discussing right now. Because the, the dipped and buttered shirts, for sure, absolutely have to happen this year, right, Wes? Like, this is, like, at the top of the year, like, not yeah, yeah, yeah. toward the end. Like, we need to get that done right away. Yeah, we're here at the top you. of the year. You know, that's one of my things for the first quarter. We definitely got to, you know, get get some shit, not only for our persons, you know, our, our personal uh, uh, attires and, and closets and wardrobe. For our listeners as well. You know, I, I literally, like, especially for this first, like, quarter for the first half of the year, if y'all speak the fuck up, I just want to send y'all some shit, like, right on, on me. Like, I ain't even trying to, yeah. you know, beat like, y'all up about it. Have it. Like, I want y'all to wear this shit. Like, be- mm-hmm. Yeah, merch is a thing now, especially with malls and brick and mortar going the way of the dodo. Like, people is closing their brick and mortars left and right because they can't compete with internet, you know? Brick and mortar, you need storage, you got inventory, all that shit. You don't need any inventory on the in, on the internet. You don't keep any inventory on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like they got these, they got these uh these fulfillment apps and platforms, Shirtly and Printify and all that, where all you gotta do is upload a design and they'll press it right, and right. do all that. You know, where I'm changing, where I'm switching it up is I'm doing the same thing. I will fulfill. You send me your design. I will fulfill every sale. We'll build your website and we'll fulfill every sale. Only difference is I'm not charging you $13 for your substrates. Substrates being whatever you're printing on. You go to Printify or Shop, whatever they call it, Shirtify. They charge you $13 for a shirt that you probably should be paying $3 for. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Just being real. They charge you uh, $22 for a sweater that you probably should be paying $12 for. And see, it sounds cool because you don't put no money up. And this is where a lot of people who jumping into the in, 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 into the game, this is what they're not knowing. So when you go into it, they're going to print up for every shirt that you sell. But in order for you to sell shirts, you have to market. And it's a cost to marketing. So say your, your, your cost of acquisition, how much money it costs you to get a sale to get a conversion for somebody to buy your shit off the internet that may be between five and fifteen dollars on pay ads whether it's facebook google whatever right so you paying take we'll call it ten dollars it costs you ten dollars to get somebody to buy your sweatshirt now you got to add on you you're getting charged twenty two dollars for that sweatshirt plus another you see what i'm saying so now your cost of acquisition is pushing up is push is is destroying your profit margin. So now you have to sell a sweatshirt for seventy dollars oh, to make ten dollars, twenty dollars. I was, so I was 
I was just having this conversation with my nephew, right? My nephew and, and my homeboy, which I call my brother. Like we was having this conversation because my peoples, he does the shirts and hoodies and sweatshirts. And he is literally at like 70 to $75 per yeah. shirt. And it's because he's allowed himself to accumulate so much overhead. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Not to get into like technical talking. This ain't, you know, uh, t-shirts one-on-one, the podcast, right. but Like, you know, for people to get an understanding, because we are living in a world now where like everybody's trying a business, everybody's selling something, everybody got a coffee mug for selling. Niggas need to understand that part. I mean, it go back to this, you know, we we talked about it before. Everybody want to be Walmart, nigga. Everybody want to quit from their side hustle. And they don't, you know, they you want to charge 75, 80 bucks so you can, you know, pad the stats not for nothing. So you can quit doing what you're doing on every day to go and focus on selling T-shirts and shit. And that ain't always the way. Yeah, because. What you gotta understand is everybody is selling something, right? What and you just a dude who wanna get in the t shirt business. Like you're not a graphic designer, so you don't got the best designs. You don't. You have to market yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not Picasso, you're not drawing mind blowing designs. You know what I'm saying? You're not creating fucking uh generational logos and shit. You know, so you have to market yourself. And that's it's a cost, it's a hard cost to that. If you're good at it, you keep that down. If you're not, you gotta you gotta you gotta third party it and get somebody else to do it, which is still a cost. And that and that cost of conversion still is coming out your your budget, your marketing budget, out your pocket, whatever it is. You know, so that's what people don't understand. They're like, oh yeah, I give them thirteen dollars for a shirt, and then they print it for eight dollars, and then they get one percent on the back end, plus they charge me two percent for payment processing. You know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, each each sweater you sell is costing you thirty dollars before you make a dime. It costs you $30. You know what I'm saying? Now, to make a profit, you don't want to make $2. So now you're selling them for $50 and $60. Now you sound crazy in the streets. He right as hell, bro. And it go, I think we talked about on this podcast too about how much you pay for certain like pieces of clothing. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really fuck with $75, $80 sweaters, fam. Like, and fam, do you know how nuts you sound trying to sell that to your auntie, bro? Because, right, like, let's right. keep it real, bro. Like, most niggas that don't know what they're doing, the first thing you're going to try to do is pedal to your close friends and family. Mm-hmm. So now you sound nutty as fuck on the FaceTime. With your second cousin talking about, hey, why don't you never support me? I got these $78 yeah. hoodies. Like, damn, I'm never going to support you. I'm never going to support you. And see, what my my thoughts on business in general is if you do the research and you do the work, you'll be successful, right? If you put in the work and learn about what you're trying to do, you will be successful if the business makes sense. You know what I'm saying? If the structure of your business makes sense, you will be successful. But you always have to invest. You have to put skin in the game. People want to not invest shit, barely do some research, and make a bunch of money. That's why companies like Shirtly and Printify, that's why they're killing them. Because people don't want to do no research. People don't want to invest nothing. And they like, hey, you ain't going to invest shit. Come over here. So every T-shirt you sell to all your aunties and your cousins and everybody you graduated with, we're going to make $19. You see what I'm saying? You're going to pay for your own marketing. So for them, it's a killer. They're making $19 off everything you sell. And they're not doing shit. And then they're charging you for what they are doing. So it's $19 just for you to sell one. And then you got to pay them to press your design or to screen print your design. You got to pay for that too. So that's why your cost of, your, your cost of uh, production is so fucking high. You paying it. So, so we de- we definitely got to talk about uh, 
on here while we live too, Wes. We haven't had this conversation. We talk all the time about how we don't talk. Yeah, so right. I'm glad we're on the same page about like we got to get these shirts up, not even to become like the number one T-shirt seller in the world, but really just to kind of show love to the listeners and, you know, let niggas be able to have some fly shit while they listening to our shit. So and it's brand, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. So with saying that, Wes, like, have you had any like T-shirt? We ain't got to divulge them here. Right. Yeah, but like, have you already been bubbling that up? Of course. Okay, I got a couple t-shirts designs too. We're gonna have yeah. to talk about in post production. Absolutely. But I, I got some, like, we got some shit ready to go, Vito. So after the show, we're definitely gonna have to chit chat a little bit more about like actually pulling the trigger and getting this shit done and getting. Yeah, I got y'all. And I got. We're not gonna put it here on, on the air, but I got I got gift boxes for y'all. The gift boxes not going out till like the fifth or something like that. But we got gift boxes ready for people who I think is influential and who can help our brand at the same time, you know? So, like, I'm not sending, like, I'm saying it on air live, like, all my cousins who keep asking me, I'm not sending you gift boxes. I'm not sending you shit. <laughs> I'm not. You know, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? It's no reason for me to do that. You got set, you got 200 followers on Instagram. All you do is sit at the crib and play video games all day. I'm not sending you a gift box. Not, I'm not sending you a T-shirt for you to sit on the couch with. Fuck you. Yeah. But I do have, I call it my, my uh, TJ Maxx box. All the T-shirts. That I fucked up a little bit that I'm not going to sell to the public. I'm giving, the them, I'm, giving, I'm giving them to my cousins because I ain't going to do nothing with them because they, they fucked up in some type of way. But you remember back in the day, TJ Maxx, you go get the... Uh, it's a little, it's a little irregular, slightly. It's irregular. They got the little uh, tag on it that's letting you know, yeah, this shit is a little bit fucked up. That's why it's nineteen dollars for this polo sweatsuit. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, your, your polo man might be falling off the horse, but it's still polo. Hey, it's still covering your back. So, so speaking of speaking of uh, weird support, let's go ahead and slide into the first news story I got for y'all. <laughs> All right. Uh, some weird support's been going down out here, West, bro. I got to talk to you about it, man. I got to talk to you about some weird support. Did you see your man's Bill Cosby's been out oh, here talking no. from behind the wall? Nah, that's something I could not see. Bill, yeah. Listen, Bill, Bill Cosby wanted to come out and formally, I think it was like on his Instagram or something Whoa. too. Bill Cosby wanted to come out and formally thank the likes of like Kanye West and yeah, our guy on Love, friend of the show, Snoop Dogg. And he wanted to thank all these guys for their continued support of him out there in the real world and being brave enough to uh, be checking on him and making sure he's all right in the midst of cancel culture. Which, now you know me, Wes, I am on here as the number one cancel, cancel culture warrior on the internet. Like, I hate cancel culture. I'm ready to be done with it. It's starting to disgust me. But here's the thing that I found, like, super questionable that I need to talk to you about. Fam, Bill Cosby don't fuck with hip-hop, bro. <laughs> like, nah, he don't. Why do they always do that to us? Like, why do niggas like him and Oprah and Gail Sayers, like, why do they always fucking, when they get in trouble, then all of a sudden they come running to hip-hop? And why do we keep accepting that? that that's, that's just, that's anything. You know, anybody who comes from something and get better than it, you know, who rise above it, when they get shitted on, they come back home. That's just what it is. Bill Cosby is a black man. He got so much success that he stopped giving that much of a fuck about black people. 
young black what young black people was into in general. That's why all the women he was raped was white because he was around all the white women and he was just living the life. But he got to come home for some help. I think I think they be fucking around and doing it sometimes, bro. Because I think they still know that hip hop always appreciates a good nod from somebody we never seen it coming from. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. because we too we, forgiving as a culture. I mean, not even, but like That's forgiving as a culture for sure. But like, it's not like as long as the hip hop culture has been around and we know people steal from it, it, we still feel like it doesn't get the recognition. You know, as a as a yes, this is where we're pulling it from type of situation. So when we you know, it, like you say, it's weird because nigga Kanye, like the names that he dropped, that's weird to me. But like, I mean, we, these are hip hop in general. I mean, I don't feel like it's the little the little stepchild no more of music. It definitely like, ain't. It's a it's a It make a bajillion dollars every year. It's making millionaires every month. You know what I'm saying? We know several. Five hundred, six hundred million dollar people who came strictly from hip hop, who didn't go make money in sports or none of that shit. And hip hop is a, is a conglomerate, you know what I'm saying? It's it's here to stay. So we're not the stepchild no more. I feel like Bill Cosby is reaching out to whoever is saying something for him. <laughs> whoever got uh, an empathetic ear, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, and, and you, it's gonna be black people. Did? general we are the most forgiving shit we didn't murder all white people once we got a chance so like we are the most forgiving people on the planet the american <laughs> black man so shit we're gonna forgive him when he go do his time he get out if he lived through his shit or get out on compassionate release we're gonna forgive him I feel like Bill Cosby is already halfway forgiven by the mass public. The mass public. I ain't going to speak for this podcast because, you know, we got different views. But I think the mass public is kind of ready for Bill Cosby to low-key come on. They ain't there with R. Kelly, but they there with Bill Cosby. I think, I think Bill might have got overshadowed by R. Kelly. Like in, in Yeah, I think once the Kelly thing like, happened. I, we knew Bill Cosby was doing this to grown women who I ain't getting. I ain't about to say nothing about that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They made Man, shit. Like, I feel like Bill Cosby... He didn't get a like a hundred percent bad rap, but I feel like he got played a little bit. You know, I think he got caught up in the Hollywood bullshit and got played a little bit. Like yeah, of a lot of those, because he tried to play like he had a clean ass record. Yeah, that's that was his major problem. Like you know, if a million people heard this, all the women would come after me for what I'm about to say. But it's true. What he was doing, it wasn't so. Once it wasn't what R. Kelly was doing because he was messing with minors. What what Bill Cosby was doing, he was spiking your drink when y'all was at his room at three in the morning. It's like the Mike Tyson shit or the Tupac shit. The Tupac shit. The Mike Tyson shit. He got charged with rape of the of the of the, of the lady, the uh, the beauty pageant lady who came to his room like with no drawers on at three in the morning, like. Yeah, that's kind of like police entrapment. Like, you come to my room at 3 in the morning, I'm thinking I could do my thing. I'm thinking it's a world. And then I do my thing, and then you go tell everybody I raped you. Like, yeah, that's kind of entrapment. Bill Cosby, you shouldn't have been slipping Mickeys and Quaaludes and shit in on, on the women. That's you a sick comment. And then I don't, I'm not so, I'm not so jaded to say that I, I don't believe that he slipped a cocktail on all those women who came out. I don't believe that all those women who came out didn't pop the motherfucker in their mouth their damn self. You know what I'm saying? But I understand that he had built himself up and was shitting on everybody. He made enemies 
So once it was a chink in the armor, everybody starts shooting at the same spot. You know what I'm saying? All them women coming back 30 years later, acting like nobody was so scared of Bill Cosby that they wouldn't have said nothing then. You know, not everybody. All you women wasn't so petrified of what Bill Cosby would do to you that you never said nothing about this rape that happened to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, not all of y'all. Some of y'all, not all of y'all. A lot of y'all came out the woodworks because y'all fucked Bill Cosby back in the day and y'all seen the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? That's the culture that we live in now. Also, I know Bill Cosby was like a really young, like up, like there was a time when he was basically like Eddie Murphy, right? Like young, dashing black man in Hollywood. That was like, he wasn't always putting pop dad sweaters, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just weird for me. In, in my age group to think of Bill Cosby as this nigga moving in and out of the party. I think that's part of why it was so easy to get him because yeah. it's so far fetched to see him moving in and out of parties. So when mm. you hear how he used to party, it probably sounds way more wild. Yeah, Nigga, when, when Puff get to be 70, <laughs> like some of these parties and shit that he closed the doors on and took nigga's cell phones for, some of these stories won't come out, bro. Oh, you know I'm not here to, to bury out. Puff. Puff my man, but we all have heard how Puff parties go down. Them pool parties be wild. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's a big, that is a big thing. I never thought about that part. Like, he was in his 20s running around having money in Hollywood in the 70s. Like free love and, and fucking all the white women he can get his hands on, or at least that's what we thought it was, and, and come to find out it wasn't. So that I don't know. I don't want to spend too much time on this because this could get wild real fast. But speaking of wild, let's go ahead and uh, let's shimmy to the next thing, bro. Uh, next little piece of news that I had that I, I really wanted to get off to. Oh God, I should not have said get off right there. I did not uh, intend that for the leeway into this, but uh, either y'all did y'all. Either of y'all see the, the trouble that Pornhub is in, bro? Uh, nope. Not aware. Not, not going to Pornhub to look for what type of trouble they're in. So, just, so, so yeah, well, stay off of there for a while. Try one of the alternate <laughs> sites for a little bit until, they, until the fall clears up a little bit. But porn, Pornhub's in a little bit of trouble. Uh, some of their advertisers are starting to pull out, no pun intended, on Pornhub right now. But because I guess they're starting to find out that some of the uploads on that site from some of the quote unquote actors are not being vetted properly. So some of these young women might have been raped, Yikes. might be there against their you know own will. Some of them might not necessarily be quote unquote actresses. It might be really in harm's way. And because oh, like, Pornhub like, doesn't do any, Pornhub like, doesn't do videos. Any, Yeah, like like they don't do any vetting of their videos, so they might be putting up videos of people that might be really in harm's way, and Pornhub might be being held responsible for that. All right, they should. Yeah, they they should be, but it may like the fact that that's even a category to be uploading videos to. Yeah, that's probably something that you should probably remove. Period. Like, fam, we don't support. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even care if it is filmed in a studio with your ring lights and your cameras. Like, fam, and we've talked about this on the show, right, Wes? Like, I've told you before. Like, nigga, anytime I'm on any kind of nefarious site, if if I come across some shit that's like the girl's eyes is watering Mm -hmm. and fucking she looks like she's (laughs) crying, I'm getting the fuck out of there, bro. Like, nothing. Bro, now make my dick soft faster. Man, a nigga, a fucking rape beard. A nigga, on red tube. Bro. A nigga had a bitch dressed up in all like the the crazy S and M type leather type shit. Put her in a cage that was like a, a secret cage in his like living room floor, fam. Like put her down in the floor, put the rug back over in the coffee table and everything, and just sat back down and watched TV. And like, 
I clicked it because I was interested, but like when I watched it, I got out of there, bro. Like this is fucking weird, G. Like Wes, if you ever want to see me click X to X out of a window, just show me some roped up titties, like some titties roped up so tight that they turn purple. I'm out of there, fam. Like you ever want to get me off your website, just show me some roped up titties. I'm out. Like, bro, you're hurting her. Stop that. (laughs) <laughs> listen have you ever legit felt bad like came across a really bad one and be like oh you gotta can i help you like do you need help yeah, out of here like you want to take your hand and escort her out the video fam i've never been on Pornhub in my life wow okay, so okay. Well, what's your site of choice right where you been <laughs> I'm, never, I'm not a porn dude no no oh, dog. You ain't living, bro. Not at all. I mean, I've seen, I've seen them, but like my phone, my phone is a vir- virgin. No, no, you ain't living it. You ain't living the internet right, bro. But I, you know, I understand some niggas' phones just don't go that way. But fam, yeah, man, you gotta break the plastic. You gotta break the plastic it, off your incognito tabs, man. It, bro, it, get, it gets, uh, it gets risky out there. So I can't even like. But I would know, feel bad encouraging you to check it out with shit like that out there. Porn in general. I'm not. I never really been a big porn fan. It never was like uh-uh. outside of back right. young magazines and shit. I was into the magazines. And my homeboy's daddy had boxes and boxes of magazines, and I we used to sneak and go steal three or four Playboys and Hustlers and shit. But the internet porn, I just it never really did it for me. Like and so even the like- DVDs and stuff. Like where we at now as as adults, cat? I'll ask you since since Vito ain't in the porn game. Uh, what <laughs> like what is like when you what what's your what's your thing when you go to watch the porn? Like, are you going to watch porn to see like naked bitches? Or are you going to watch porn to see fucking? Uh, I I think the answer has to be fucking. I think it has to be fucking because I've watched clothes on porn before. I've seen clothes on porn. Is that have stupid? You, have you typed oh, that in? Oh, that you. Is that dumb? Have you typed that, that in? Yeah, I've watched. They have a whole de- category. See, that's why I'm glad you're here, uh, Vito, because we can walk you through this. They have what a clothes on. Like, they got a clothes category. Like, you can put clothes hey, in on, the porn search bar. First, the first thing like, I'm in my head is somebody in dad jeans and a turtleneck. Like, that's the no, first No, no. It's not, <laughs> it's not like is, a nigga's fucking jeans. That's not triple X. That's like one X. That's like so soft porn. Like so soft first porn, like it, Cinemax late at night. HBO porn. Yes and no. Like you might get a scene of like a milkmaid and a nigga <laughs> might throw her, he might throw her flirt, what do you call it? Fluttered, fluttered dress over her head or some shit. Like, <laughs> you know, the, the bitch might be dressed as, you know, the pizza, the pizza delivery woman. And instead of getting her a whole naked to fuck, he might like rip her pant, like rip a hole in the crotch. But the clothes are still on. You know what I'm saying? So that's what clothes would necessarily be, per se. But is that weird? Yes. Is that weird? Like, yes. be on a porn site I looking mean, for clothes? If you typed yes. it in, I think that's a little weird. I yeah. don't know. Maybe if you stumbled <laughs> upon that your shit. Your again, history reveals a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting out of there, bro. Like, if I come across the, like, if I click on something that looks appealing, and like, it's, y'all got clothes on, like, what, what are y'all doing? Okay, so now, so now, 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 I'm firing back at y'all. Now, here comes my rebuttal. So, what if clothes was just like yoga pants, or you know, what I'm saying, like, like spandex clothes, and then, and it was basically like the bitch was naked anyway. Is that still the same kind of weird? Yeah, that's not naked. 
that's that's oh. still clothes. And like you said, you like what if it was yoga pants? Like it's still clothes, jeans, I'm okay with pants. That. It's still clothes. I'm okay with being weird. I'm okay with being weird like that. Uh, I do have a everybody, everybody's sex, every individual's sex. If 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 everybody just put out their sexual preferences and what they was into, everybody would be weird. Yeah, everybody that's a fact. got a, everybody got a quirk. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you like that? Wow. You know what I'm saying? Some people you'd be like, you a maniac? You like that? You know? I remember. I remember when. Before I have, had ever choked abroad, I wasn't. Was that a, weird? It was oh, weird. Was that weird the first time? Fucking weirdest shit ever. And she was really, really into it. So we getting down, and she like choked me. I'm like, all right, you know. <laughs> so I put my, I just put like put place my hand on her neck, and she like choked me. And I'm like, all right, yeah. She's like, what the fuck? Is you scared, nigga? And so I literally start. <laughs> I start choking the life out of her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I she got I it. got upset. Like, bitch, you got me fucked up. Start choking. <laughs> Did you just challenge me, bitch? Yeah. And she was into she it. Like, it. I was like, this yeah. is crazy. Like, I was choking her hard. Like, she was going to die. But she was going to have a good time first. That's how I look at it. Like, some people is into it like that. You know, some people like to get spit on, shitted on, whatever. You know? So, I'm not into that. Like, if somebody asked me to shit on them, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. That's, too, that's enough for me. I'm out. Yeah. For that. Now, did you? Did you? Did you snap out of that scared in any way? Like this bitch might go tell tomorrow. Like was that <laughs> no. ever a warrior of yours? No, she was a dog whore. Like she fucked oh. her Michigan State basketball team. Oh, understandable. Understandable. Yeah, uh, no. Getting out of there. Getting out that. of there. Getting out of there. You got some news for us, Wes? We got to get the fuck out of there. Um, I, I, I did, you know, I did kind of see something um that came across the news, kind of, kind of back in the parenting bag. Um. I wanted to know if you had seen um, look like a game of one on one between D Wade and his oldest son uh, Zaire, I believe is what his name. I is. saw a little bit of that. I you did, saw, see that. and you know, I, I I wanted to know what it what it said to you when you saw this basketball game. Um, because when I watched it, what what first of all, what it took me back to shout out to my cousin uh, Brandon and my uncle Brian. This literally looked like basketball games that I watched as a young nigga. Like, oh, these two niggas is about to fight. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. This, this dad and this son are about to full blown fight each other out here over this basketball game. So I wasn't tripping when I was seeing the little clips and feeling like points were being proven. Like points weren't just being scored; points were being proven. Like was that the moment where you was like, "Dad, I'm stronger than you," kind of shit? Like I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I feel like it might have been the other way. Like I feel like because we've seen D Wade out here in the news with his pink fro and you know getting down with his other. Zaire got fucked up. Getting down with his other child, you know, Zaire might think he's a little soft. He's like, nigga, you can't. Zaire hold, definitely I'll, got him fucked up. The, yeah, I put the body away, nigga. And Dwayne Wade had Dwayne Wade was averaging 27 daddy, three or four years ago. Like, his son can't fuck with him yet. But there, that is a big thing. Like, like I'm at the age where a young dude who can play basketball can beat me. I, I, hold, I on, hold on, hold on, hold on. slow down. Can Cash beat you in hoops? Fuck no. <laughs> not, not done. Hell no. Your twenty-two-year-old can't beat you in one of them. Are you sure? I'm hundred percent positive. Okay, y'all been out there in a minute or no? It's been about two years, but he ain't that See, good. 
See, I'm not a sports nigga. I'm gonna keep see since I didn't already embarrass myself once on the show, I might as well go for uh back to back. Like sports not the thing for me. I'm not a sports guy, but I did play like the video game with my son. Like I got on the 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 Super Mario Smash Brothers, like the fighting game with him. And What's that nigga up? cleaned me the f- I'm talking about he didn't win, bro. He cleaned me up. And I was good at that game. And I couldn't yeah. even hit the nigga, bro. And I really had to like sit back and really like reevaluate this nigga better than me at the game. And I know it's just a video game and it could be looked at as a small thing, but there is a psychological aspect oh, yeah. of being two yeah. steps ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like he was two steps ahead of me. And it really made me like step back. Like, all right, bro, I really need to start like really appropriately estimating this nigga, bro. Yeah, like I'm retired from basketball for real. Like I understand these little niggas is better than me now. Like, and I don't want to go lose. I was good for a long time and I didn't lose a lot. And I ain't really into losing. So I'm not about to just be getting out here getting whooped by a little nigga talking shit to me. You know, so I, I hung it up. Last time I went to the last time I went who like niggas was calling me Unk and OG and I was like this is yeah. wild. You know what I'm saying? They telling me they telling me to get in the post and shit. I'm like, oh man, damn. <laughs> Bro, when they start calling when they start calling you OG and asking for you to go on go in the paint, you know it's yeah, OG, OG, you want to run the four? You want to you want to yeah, like, I'm like, niggas like, start like, to subscribe you to the block. <laughs> Yeah, just automatically, like, you just get down there. We're going to do everything. And I'm like, you know, and I was went through my phase where I was like, fuck these niggas. I'm going to show these niggas what's up, and I'll be doing my thing. But age kept up with you, you know, for the time undefeated. Like, shit yeah, hurts so bad. Now. Yeah, like, if I go hoop today. Knees don't work the same. Yeah, if, if I go hoop today, it's going to take me a week to recover. Literally. Well, so like, down, I'm going to be limping and hurting. Yeah, I'm going to be fucked up. You know, so... Like, now nah, I still, my nephew in town, like, we shoot jump shots. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not playing no real basketball. Half courts only if you, if you is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I've been, I've been half courting for, like, all the last two years. I've been just half, but I'm done, done. Like, don't, I'm not playing no basketball. I'm not running. I can't even tell you the last time I sprinted. You know it's about to be over though, Vito, when you start getting those non-contact injuries, like you yeah. fucking hit up just getting a rebound, nobody yeah, even touch you. Jumping. Right. Yeah, just jumping by nigga, yourself. Like oh, nigga tried to run nobody to don't you nigga tried to run through the baseline and tripped and fail. Caught a whole timeout for herself. I got three Fam. of those right now. I had a whole hip injury for two years from a rebound, bro, in a pickup yeah. game. Uh, uncontested rebound, like, ugh, give me that. Uh. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck happened. She was saying, now you limping. Niggas looking at you like, what happened? Shit, I don't even know. But what y'all, what y'all think is going to be like for D-Wade, though? Because inevitably, Zaire is going to be better than him at some point. Maybe not like career-wise, but there's going to be that overlapping moment when D-Wade still think he got a little bit of it, but Zaire got more of it. You know what I'm saying? Like It's, it's D-Wade body. D-Wade body going to hit a wall. Like, my body has hit the wall. You know what I'm saying? His body going to hit the wall where he probably mentally and if if he was physically fit, he could beat his son. But once the, you hit that physical wall, you just can't do certain shit. Like, you you see what's happening and you in your mind, you stopping it or you doing something. But your body but like, your nah, body's doing nothing. nah bro. Yeah, your body like, nah, you're not going to get that ball. 
No, nah, that's you know that's a saying? real thing. The brain, the brain is definitely way more active than your body is for much longer. Yeah. Like, I think it's a lot of shit that I can do right now. Like, I'm sure I can't do none of that shit. Like, that's heck, crazy. I'm a, I, I'm a really good quarterback right now. That's probably the best I can get. <laughs> <laughs> a really good in the pocket quarterback. Like, see, I'm like, I'm low key scared. I'm I'm low key scared to find out where my limits are right now. Like, I'm at that age where, like, I remember being low key fast for a big nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to be able to like. Right. I used to always impress niggas with how quick I could move for a nigga my size. Bro. And I'm scared to move quick because, like, something might pop. Can I be honest with you, bro? Like, I watch these little girls run around here all day and jump and flip off of shit, bro. And, like, it literally makes my knees weak and my ankles want to collapse watching them do this mm. shit. So, like, I know, I, I know I'm one, like, pick up. I'm one game of 21 away from a trip to the hospital, I'm sure. Yeah, you, I you feel- want me to tell you? Wes, let me tell you how true you are, bro. Uh, Cameron, five years old, just turned five a few days ago, bro. She likes to jump off our bed onto the ground. Like, that's exciting for her yes, to jump bro. off the bed it onto the ground. To watch. She does it over and over again. This is the thing, though, Wes. This, how I, this is how I'm going to prove to you how right you are. She's doing it over and over again, cracking up laughing. She loves it. It's her favorite thing to do. She jumps down. She says, Daddy, can I try again? I say, sure, baby. Go do it again. She jumps off again, looks me dead in the eyes. Daddy, can I try again? I'm like, sure, baby. Do it again. She did it a good eight times before I stopped her and I said, hey, listen, when you jump off the bed, just make sure you're bending your knees. (laughs) (laughs) You had to give her some form. I had to teach her how to land because she's landing with her legs straight and all I can see is her knees just popping and blowing out. And I'm like, baby, you got to bend your knees when you land. She ain't feeling none of that. She don't Ugh. feel it, bro. And all I keep seeing, it's like, man, her kneecaps is going to pop one of these days. But it's just my She got a long time to go for that. Like, you was, I still it, I still get moments where, it, like, some type of physical feat, I'd be like, I could do that. Nigga, my, my three-year-old, like, you, like, no. like I, I can imagine Cam is probably just jumping off of the bed. My three-year-old is like, Starting at the end of the bed, running and springing <laughs> off of this motherfucker. Yeah. Anytime, I tell her come, fam, anytime I tell her to come here, she's jumping two feet before she gets to me. I have to catch her every time. Jesus. Or she's gonna hit the floor, like and, and even if she do hit the floor, like again, yeah, no fear. You want to collapse because your your little young knees, you don't feel none of this, and she just laughs it off, bro. No, I don't. Like I look at all the stuff that I used to could do with ease. I won't even attempt no more. Like the kids got the, they put, they bring the, the the hoop out and put it in the street and they lower it and be dunking. And they be like, dunk. And it's low as hell, like eight feet. And I'm like, no, I gotta <laughs> jump. That means I gotta jump. I'm not jumping. Hey, that's I like same jumping. thing. We got the, we got the trampoline. You know, when we, when we moved out here, fam, yeah, I jumped like three too. times and I was like, oh no. Yeah. See, I never touched it. I never got on that thing. I, They're I like, come that. on, get out here. No, I'm not getting no. on that. Hell no, I jumped three times and was like, yeah, this ain't for me no more. Yeah, the only, like right now in life, like physical shit, I would go swimming. Uh, that's, <laughs> Listen to this nigga, I go swimming. That's that's like easy on the bones. Yeah, I go swimming. <laughs> Give me some activities that's good on my joints. It's definitely yeah. uh, geriatric therapy, therapy for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was going to football and thought I blew my shoulder out. Like, man. <laughs> Trying to tell them go deep, they going far. I'm like, nah, go further, go further. <laughs> I, I threw that one like, oh yeah, all right, I'm out. 
I'm out. Did you hold the football in your hands like, damn, these motherfuckers always been heavy like this? Man, <laughs> you just still feel with air now, right? <laughs> no, I, was, I still, I still felt the, uh, I, feel, I felt like an athlete. I know I'm not an athlete no more. I still, right. you know. Is this air or, or is this helium? This shit feels different. What y'all different? got in here? What y'all got in here? I put sand in these now? Water in this ball. <laughs> That's fucked up, bro. And the kids will really show the kids really will show you where you at, bro. That's like, what I'm saying, bro. Like it'd be shit like that that like you really gotta like have an out-of-body experience to look at yourself like, damn, I'm really an old nigga now. Like That's a fact. Like I fam, I'm like, probably I like, no major injuries. 2021 is probably the year that like it's gonna be a year. matter of fact, it's a song out right now that I like. I don't have a clue who sings this motherfucker. Like, I'm at, I'm at the point I got to use the feature in the in the iTunes or in the Apple Music this? lyrics. I got to type the lyrics in. This nigga say this. Like, oh, this is you. Oh, <laughs> bro, you know you an old nigga when you typing in the Google search. Who sings? I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm I elevated into 2021 for sure. I don't even type who sings. I just type the lyric. You better tell me who says this. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Tell me who says this shit? And it's still, I, I can't. I can't even think about the lyrics of the song that I like right now. But if I hear it again, I just gotta go and I type. Can tell you. I think I. I think I know who it is. But like, I don't want to be that dude to be like, oh yeah, that's such and such. You'd be like, nah, it ain't. Because I feel like I did that on this podcast before, bro. I feel like I called a song, a uh, 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 mulatto song or a somebody song, and it was not. It, it was. I ain't going to leave y'all all the way out there. I'm going to ask y'all this if it's happened to y'all because it already happened to me. Uh, y'all called y'all's kids in to come hook the shit up yet? I had to have my son come hook the Nintendo up because I couldn't figure it out. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't even try no more. I just call him like, hey, put my PlayStation. Like, I'm so, <laughs> uh, yeah, get put the PlayStation together. Well, I don't <laughs> put the PlayStation on. Yeah. Turn the Madden on. Yeah, yeah that's what you know I, you watch. I think I'm still well-versed there, but I haven't been tested lately. You already know. I'm still, on the, PS, I'm still on the PS3, so. It's coming. Let that PS5 go on sale and wind up in your house. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, you're going to be all fucked up. How you do this? Hey, come do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't fuck I around. No I have no idea, idea how to hook up the Nintendo. Hey, uh, real quick, I got a what would you do for you, Wes, this week. All right, all right. I got one for you. And, uh, of course, Vito, you can jump in there as well. Uh, all right. So let me set the scene for y'all. All right. Both of y'all, this is just for the scenario of the what would you do. Both of you, y'all have been married for years. Good marriage. Everything's great. Y'all got kids. The kids is a little bit older. Let's say, I don't know, early, mid-teens. And next thing you know, y'all just grow apart. You and your wife, it ain't working no more. Mm-hmm. Y'all have decided it's not working no more. Y'all don't necessarily hate each other, but it's just over. Y'all both recognize it's over, and the best thing for everybody is to just go ahead and have it be done. Y'all get through the divorce. All of this happens. Now, y'all have gotten to the point where y'all have the, the split custody thing where, like, you got them on weekends. Mom has them during the week because that makes the most sense for all of y'all. Now, what do you do when, like, Christmas weekend comes up and it's your weekend because y'all take turns and the kids don't want to come over. <laughs> mm, oh. <laughs> How do you approach when the kids don't want to spend the weekend with you and it's your weekend? They know it's your weekend, but the mom is like, got you on the phone. Like, yeah, I'm trying to tell them to get this stuff on. I, like you can tell it's not her trying to make them not come. They yeah. just don't want to come. She what just do like, you do? Yeah, James don't want to come over. 
Yeah, like I already told him to pack his shit. I've been yelling at him all morning to get it together. He don't want to come over there. So what what do you want to do? I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta make him come over, and you gotta figure out what's up. I was just about to say, like, as as petty as my response might be, like, oh well, James must not want his gift from my house (laughs) until next week or the week after, because I can only imagine you don't want to come on New Year's neither. But like, I mean, I don't even. I don't, I, I, maybe because I ain't all the way there yet, and like, of course, I think you will feel some type of way as dad, but like, I think Absolutely. you just gotta, I think you just gotta understand that shit for real, for real, fam. Like, and it go back to the, you know, listen to the kids, fam. Like, if that's what the kids want to do, ultimately, like, let, like you gotta figure out when the kids what. Maybe they don't want to see you Christmas Day. Maybe they want to see you later Christmas Day, or you know what I'm saying, like the day after <laughs> Christmas. Like, f- figure out where they at. Where they Man, I'm, like, I'm like, fuck all that. I don't give a fuck what James want to do. I'm coming to games, and we're going to figure this shit out. Like, why the fuck you don't want to come over? We're going to have a talk in the car, too. Yeah, see, why you don't want to come over to my house? I think, I, think, I think that's the approach that you would take if you and the, and the ex-wife is on some low-key beach shit, though. Like, if she called you, because you probably ain't really trying to hear nothing that she talk about. It's like, tell James, get his motherfucking clothes on and his bag ready. I'm going to be there in 20 goddamn minutes, because I ain't really trying but to talk about you. Know if you hear that, if that's the if that's the response that you're getting, like in real life, it's really not a shocker. Nah, right? it's not. Y'all ain't been going to baseball games every weekend, and then all of a sudden he like fuck that. You know what so I'm saying? So it hasn't been building up, huh? Yeah, it's been building up. You've been missing out. You've been on your way and never coming and forgetting. You've been doing the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even gonna call it the bullshit. You just life is a motherfucker, and you've been having shit to do. You know, every time a nigga don't show up for his son baseball game, it ain't because he on bullshit. It's because life. You know what I'm saying? Right. So kids don't understand that, but it's still a, it's not your fault, but it's still on you to figure it out. So I'm not letting James just stay at his mama house because he felt like it. No, you know, this ain't a democracy. And I've been telling all my kids this forever. Like, this is not a democracy. Your vote does not count. I mean, I, 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 I get that. So you're going to sit over there with James and his attitude for the whole weekend? No, nah, we're going to get rid of the attitude. I'm a, nah, I'm a whooper, though. I'm, a, I'm, I'm not a nigga who won't put my hands on my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I talk to my kids strong. I don't negotiate with terrorists. I mean, and I feel this is not a democracy. You know what I'm saying? This is what it is. And if you don't like it, that's cool. You can not like it. But you're not about to act no type of way because you don't like it. I'm still your dad. I don't give a fuck. If I ain't seen you in nine months, I'm still your father. You know what I'm saying? You're not about to come over here. He still love you. He ain't telling you he hates you or nothing. He just want to be at the crib. It's not this weekend. (laughs) No, not this weekend. (laughs) Bro, like, I I love you, fam. Yeah, I was going to say. Want to be at mom's house. I was going to say, Vito, would you be cool if he just explained himself, like, hey, this weekend, man, I want to ball with the homies, bro. This is the only weekend that Trayvon be in town. Can I just go to him? Is it cool? Like, you'll be all right with that? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm all right if he say what's up, you know. Right, but if he just ducking you, then oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming yeah, if you, yeah, if you're yeah. acting like a little baby you back, you're you definitely getting snatched in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're not getting you're all funny at me. I don't, I don't do. My kid got an attitude with me. I don't. Yeah, nah, that's yeah. who. I'm grown. You're not. You don't get attitudes with me. You can. It's okay for you to not like my decisions. But you're gonna respect maybe, my decisions. Maybe, maybe that's just where I'm at with it because of the scenario that was painted. Like you say, you, you, you and mom was together. It ain't no beef. Y'all just decided you ain't gonna be together. So, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not thinking of no animosity in the situation. I'm giving son, son the credit that he like, hey, dad, I'm just trying, you know, kick it at the crib this weekend, and like, 
if you're gonna force him back into the situation, it seems like it might get a little. It seems like it might get violent at some point in time. It seems like you might you might have to. So you never know. If I'm a if I'm I'm a if I'm a truck driver and I'm in town for this week, and then I this is my livelihood. I gotta get back on the road, and I'm home for a week, and you don't you don't want to fuck with me this week because you want to spend the night over a little girl in them house. Like, look, fuck a little girl in them. (laughs) See that. That's part of why I asked it too, man, because I remember being kind of like a, a young shitty kid going through the divorce and not really understanding how shit go down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember being that shitty kid, like crying to go over my grandmother's house, not understanding that my dad like wanted this weekend to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to be special to him. Yeah. I mean, kids, they get off. They get, they get off a lot of shit, especially these days, because you can't whoop them in public no more and all that old extra shit. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They get a lot of shit off, and parents be trying to be in tune with the kids' emotions and all that shit. I'm not really not all the way into that because I'm like, you a kid, your emotions are all over the place. You don't got control of them, so why the fuck I'm gonna try to understand? Them? <laughs> That's understand? true. So I get it, but I'm still. I'm. I was raised old school and I'm still pretty old school you know what I'm saying like me and my daughter she got mad at me the other day because I snapped on her because she was talking too fly you know what I'm saying she was talking a little too slick and I snapped on her and I'm a snapper I talk to my kids like a, a grown person you know what I'm saying I don't know what the fuck's wrong you talking all this crazy ass shit that's how I talk to my kids you know what I'm saying I don't I'm not a I'm not a god god goo goo my, my son my baby son crying I'm like man go on with that shit Right, right. I talk to them because I think if you talk to little kids using grown up uh, tone, they understand that you're a grown up. You know what I'm saying? But if I talk to you like Gaga, what's wrong with the boo boo? Then you're more susceptible, more susceptible to be walked on. Yeah, you sound, they like, you sound like me. You know what I'm saying? You like little Timmy next door. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you whatever. You know, so I'm into I'm I'm not the friend. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, people like man, I want my kids to be my best friends. I don't, cause I know what I I looked at my best friends growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a disciplinarian, and I'm a I'm I'm a uh, praise you when you when you're doing good, and I'm gonna get on your ass when you ain't. You know, and you're gonna respect my position as your parent who puts food in your mouth and wipes your ass and all that shit like i've earned that so you're not about to just talk to me however you're not about to i don't want my 12 year old calling me by my first name and shit oh man if you get to that part in the game bro you can already go ahead and call it like it's It's over when they start calling you steve you can already know that they're not coming over this weekend i don't want to go over steve's house like nah that's crazy you know what i'm saying no, but I get it. Now, my, my daughter thinks my name is dad. Like, I'll ask her. Like, yeah. I'll ask her, like, what's your teacher's name? She'll be like, Mrs. Hannah. I'll be like, well, what's daddy's name? She'll be like, oh, yeah. your dad. Your name yeah, is dad. That's so I don't funny. think she realizes I have it. Nah, that's so, that's so funny, fam. I do the same thing to my little girls. You know they call me friend, but they know what my actual name is. So I'll be like, all right, well, what's mommy's name? And they would be like, I don't know. <laughs> like it's just mommy like that that's yeah. it like yeah, that, i grew up like that my mama was my mama you know what i'm saying i'm grown right. I, don't, I still call right. my mama mama 
I didn't start calling my mom by her first name until I was like 14 and she stopped answering the mom. Like <laughs> her her first name became much more like ear ringy for her than mom did. Like the fuck. I think I was I think I was in high school when I learned what my mom's middle name was. I think I was yeah, in high school. I, like, I still call my mama mama. I still try not to cuss in front of my mama. You know what I'm saying? Like Same, for sure. I definitely come from that school. Like, my dad definitely don't play that shit. My dad's 65 years old, fam. Like, I don't even cuss on the phone with him. Like, I be I be having to apologize for that shit. <laughs> I be having to... I be having to be on the phone, like, uh, for lack of better language, fuck that. Like, and he feels me like when I do that. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. I, I gotta do that before and... Yeah, yeah, you know, like, I don't mean it, but like, yeah, this is the best way to express myself so you understand what I'm saying right now. Wes, you ever hit you ever hit your brother on the FaceTime or something and he pick up and you start talking wow and not realize oh, it's your parents is there? Hey, listen, it's not even that, bro. My dad my dad is the king of that. And not for nothing, like you already know we joke about my dad and shit, but like my dad is the king of like having his phone hooked up to his car speakers. Oh my god. So he'll be riding with his wife. So me or my brothers are calling. He'll be like, Hey, what's going on? Just in the car, ride with Tanya on the phone. Like, oh. <laughs> Before you even get to say anything, he give you the whole draw. Like, hey, what's going on? Uh son, man. Love you, man. Just want to let you know, you know, I'm just out here just taking a ride. Got me and the wife here and just got you on the speakerphone. <laughs> what it is you call me about? Yeah. yeah. We, we walking out to church right now, and you know, I got yeah. to, my wife is with me. Of course, I love her, but of course, well, I, I love her. And he's trying to make it sound, sound smooth by telling you yeah. what he got on. You know, I got my slacks on today, man. It's a nice day out. We probably gonna do some fishing, so but I definitely got the knife with me right now, and I'm gonna drop her off. My brother did do that about a month ago. I was talking to him, and his his fiance runs like a, um, a hair salon. She do hair and shit. So he was—he happened to be standing next to her, and I was saying something crazy. And you just saw the nigga jerk the phone away, like, "Oh, nigga, I'm standing right next to her. You tripping?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I called my brother around the holidays, and I, my brother a couple years older than me. So you know, we talk when we get to talking, we talk. Wow, I pick up the phone. He pick up the phone. I'm, oh, what's up, bro? What's going on, nigga? This, this. I'm talking crazy. He pans the phone, and my mom's sitting right by him. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you could have gave me the drops, bro. Like, why you didn't oh. give me the drops? You should have told me. He was supposed to give me the drops, bro. He did not give me no drops right there. Sick. Hey, uh, I got I got more Thugger news this week. You want some Thugger news? Uh, we, we can get into some Thugger news. I heard some things about I, I got a feeling you heard some things about Thugger this week, too, Thugger, bro. Thugger. So, uh, apparently, uh, Thug was on the uh, Gilly the Kid uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. Uh, I don't know if it was earlier this week or last week, but he was talking about some of the, yeah, you're talking about some of the issues he had previously with uh, Lil Wayne and why. And I thought it was interesting part of the story uh, that he told as to why he don't really fuck with Wayne like that. And to most, I could tell that niggas really didn't take it that seriously. I, I could tell a lot of niggas took it as face value, like, oh, here we go, this nigga acting all soft and feminine again. But I kind of felt it, bro. Like, so Thug said that he met Wayne for the first time and went to shake Wayne's hand and Wayne declined. Wouldn't shake the man's yeah, hand. Now, the first time, understandable, right? Like, I don't know who you are. You don't know me. Birdman's bringing this weird nigga up to me. I don't know who this nigga is. I'm not shaking this nigga's hand. I'm Lil Wayne. I'm an international superstar. Right. But then the second time Thug said, 
I met Wayne for a second time, and then that when he did shake my hand, he gave Lying me a limp back. wrist. Yeah, this lie. He gave back. me the limp wrist. <laughs> and then as soon as he said that, I was like, man, fuck Wayne, bro. Like, any nigga that give you limp wrist after not winning that you like, you probably supposed to fight that nigga, let alone uh, make it. No, nah, let me say, the first time is fuck nigga shit, right? Was, yeah, because the first time was I'm a man. I'm a man. If like if I if I extend my hand to a nigga and he decline it, I kind of want to fight him on the spot. For sure. You know, if we're not beefing, because if we beefing, I'm not going to try to shake your hand. I'm not going to do that first. I'm not going to be the first one to, to extend an olive branch if we beefing. You know what I'm saying? If we got an issue or anything, I'm cool with us not greeting each other like that. I'll just give you the head now, like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? But, like, if I stick my arm out to shake your hand, bro, you shake my hand as a man. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not doing that since we have we're enemies. You know what I'm saying? We have a problem, and I'm not really into saving problems for later. Like, we got a problem. Oh, you want to shake my hand? We're going to handle this right now. What's up with you, dude? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's whole shit. And then to do it because you think you better than me, that's even more whole shit. A bum can walk up to me right now. If he extend his hand, I'm going to shake it. And I might I might uh, sanitize the shit out of my shit in his face. But, <laughs> But I'm going to still, because that's a sign of respect as a man, as a human. Like, okay, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, limp wrist, all right, you just a whole-ass nigga. But not extending your hand when I got mine extended and denying that, that's whole shit, period. There is no way to justify Well, I thought I, uh, I didn't know who he was. And, like, if a stranger walks up to me like, hey, man, how you doing? And stick his hand out, I'm going to shake it. But I'm going to be shaking it. Like, and I'm going to look, my face is going to say, who the fuck are you? If an enemy walk up to me and stick his hand out, of course I'm gonna look around and be, and I'm gonna be prepared. Like, what's up with this nigga? But I'm gonna shake his hand. Like, okay, what's up, dog? You know what I'm saying? You don't shake a man's hand. That's whole shit. Like, that's you want to fight me right now. You know what I'm saying? You want action. You want problems. You want beef. That's all that's saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I say what's up to somebody and they don't say nothing, I'm like, whoa, what's up, dog? Why you didn't say? I just said what's up. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, but like, is it is it only respected if the if the nigga who you know is on the short end of that say something immediately following? Like, what if the what if the nigga you know what if Wayne with the with the limp wrist is really with the shits? Like, shit, nigga, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but see, I look at it like this. That's I'm not passive aggressive, right? I don't understand passive aggression. So if I got if you got a problem with me and I stick my hand out and you don't want to shake it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go right then. Like, hold on, what's up with you? I don't like you might have a problem and you feel like shaking my hand is against what you stand for. But if I don't know that ahead of time, you got to explain yourself to me right now. I mean, I, but right, cause if, I feel like not shaking, like actively not shaking my hand is you might as well have verbally told me you got an issue. Yeah, yeah, it, got a yeah it, it's definitely disrespect. But what if a nigga just hit you with the nah, I can't like and he don't even say nothing else. Like, nah, I can't. <laughs> I can't is all he gave me. Yeah, I can't. I'm going to say, say what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if it's in a setting of I'm with my mans and he introduces me to his mans and I stick my hand out and he like, no, I can't. I'm going to be like, why? Which would you, you sick? What if that's what? What if he just not giving you nothing? Like he, I can't, nigga. Like, cause I don't want to. 
then it's gonna escalate. Like I'm this nigga now, like before, <laughs> like I, I'm starting to feel what Vito said about I don't like saving problems for later. Like now, this yeah, nigga's nah, on the radar. Like this nigga I, might be an issue. That, like I think yeah. any of the, I think any of the three of us in that situation. Like if you go to shake a nigga hand and he don't, like you definitely saying something. Like nigga, fuck wrong with you? Yeah, like, you saying like, something yeah. right now? Like I don't understand yeah, what's going on here, and I'm into proactive violence. I'm I'm too scared of being. Reacted to violence, right? You know what I'm right. saying? I feel that. That's I, real. I don't want to react to your violence. So if I feel it's a problem, I'm gonna address it right now. And if it feel like it's something that could get to that level, I'd rather just go now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, we beefing, and you like, you just want to be like, fuck your ass, nigga. When I see you, I see you. No, no, no. We here right now. Here, let me sock you, so you don't even have to wait. And I, because I don't want you planning and plotting on me. We beefing, beefing. Here, I'm gonna sock you now. You know what I'm saying? Let's just do this now. I don't want to wait. I don't want you hiding in my bushes, and I'm una- I'm unaware. You know, if we gonna be, if we gonna be for a reason that I think is valid, which is me socking you. So dig this though, Vito. The nigga doesn't shake your hand, right? You like, what's that about, bro? Why you ain't shaking my hand? He looks at you and just says, "I can't, I can't." You say, "What the fuck you mean? You can't?" And then he takes his phone, pulls it out, shows you Pornhub. And he just says, I can't again. You're going to let that go, right? I'm going to be like, this nigga's the weirdest nigga in America. <laughs> this has been the, this has been the Dippin' Butter program, man. We appreciate y'all listening to us eating every week. Man, it's the top of the year. I'm so fucking excited for this year, man. It's going to be fucking crazy, dog. But uh, my name is Cat, man. You check, check me out on catandcrunch.com or like what says at the top of the show, more importantly, each and every Friday right here, wherever podcasts are consumed. Check us out on iTunes, iPodcast, I listen to shows, whatever the fuck it is you think. <laughs> Tell a friend about us. Please put them up on game because you don't want them to miss this content, man. We got a lot of dope shit lined up for y'all this year. Yo, catch us on ilistentopodcast.com. It has to be a real fucking site, and we have to be there because we put our podcast everywhere. However, it's your boy Wes, no T, a.k.a. Elmer Young, uh, the motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch. You play a partner, P-O-D-N-A. Your favorite unreleased rapper. I ain't even going to say retired no more, flat out, because I've been in my bag this week. Um, At Forever Young 89 on Instagram. Fuck with me, though. Like I say, each and every week. Please check up on your strong friends, man. The holiday season is out, and you never know if it's a nigga out there that's like me that's got a wife birthday coming up in a couple of weeks, and I still ain't recouped mm. from Christmas as mm. it is. <laughs> um, and, and this week, and this week, I'm just going with you know, happy 2021. Hopefully, we get the fuck out of this pandemic and niggas can go back outside and get back to normal this year. Yes, sir. And uh, real quick before we get out of here, hey Vito, man, can you please properly plug your website? Uh, releasing today in the podcast world. Yes, sir. www.greenlightinc.com. That's ink with I-N-K. G-R-E-E-N-L-I-T-E-I-N-K. Greenlightinc.com. We got all custom design, whatever you need. January 5th, Greenlight Printing is dropping. Greenlightprint.com. And I ain't say earlier, everything is 25% off on the site from the 1st to the 5th. So giving the work away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Vito, thank you for kicking it with us. Spend a little bit of time. We know you're a busy man. You got a lot going on in the background and we're going to catch you the next time you come fuck with us, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all letting me come over and shit, man. Yes, sir. Negro, quit playing and come and get yourself dipped in this butter.